Now we're rolling. Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jay Always my co-host, the voice of MMA and you call Mr. Zach Partridge. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. From you California. You suck. Yeah, it's freezing California. here. It's freezing. It's, freezing. Here. it's actually freezing in California where we're at too. So Good. That's what you get. Yep. Yep. So we had a, uh, we were supposed to come here last weekend for Christmas, but uh, weather was very bad coming through Lake Tahoe. So we decided to wait till this weekend. Yeah. Yep. Dude, so it's here all we good. are. It's yeah. all good. I got we to. Just, uh, we just had to come on. We just had to come on and say hi to everybody. We had to talk today. And guess what I got to do today? I got to go down to Team Alpha Male and watch their pro team practice for an hour and a half. That was pretty freaking awesome. Um, was Uriah Faber there? Uriah Faber was not there. Okay. Uh, Song Yadong was in there. Macy Barber, Corey McKenna, uh, Alex Munoz. Uh, who oh, else was there? Cody. Yan. Cody Garber. He came towards the end, and I did, you know, no big deal. I got to chop it up with Cody, shake his hand, you know, say what's up, say what's up, dog. That's, you know, that's pretty ballsy on your part after all the smack you've been talking on him. Well, I didn't want to tell him that, bro. I, I, I mean, I had to bet against you on the last fight, but. Why didn't, yeah. you do it? why didn't you why didn't you tell him uh hey my co-host he thinks the world of you though and, and thinks that you'd knock out Sean O'Malley? Because you don't think that. <laughs> that's what I Maybe. tell him to his face. That's you tell yeah, <laughs> I, I would have told him the same thing. No, no so you know what's you know what's cool, and you and I were chatting about this before we came alive, is everybody's so nice, super respectful. Um it was it was just awesome. Andre Feely well, was there. He wasn't training. Andre and Cody came after the class was already over with. Well, that's but, what we were talking. I said, you know what? That's so cool about MMA is you can go into a big pro gym like Team Alpha now, right? Yeah. And nobody really big times you. Like if no. you go into an NFL locker room or an NBA locker room and and you're like kind of there, like in like talking distance and like kind of rubbing shoulders with those guys, they're kind of like they kind of big time you a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no big timing. And all. dude, fighters. Fighters are just people. Most of them, they're just guys. And they don't, most of them don't think they're special or too no, big to, no. you know, say hi to somebody. I mean, here's the thing. And I don't know what it is. But one of my pet peeves in life is in when you walk by somebody and you make eye contact, what do you do? You say hi. You say hi. You give them a head nod. Yep. Hand wave, something. You acknowledge them, a smile, whatever. When I do that to somebody and they don't reciprocate, I immediately want to, you know, Slap punch them in the face, the smack yeah. them, whatever. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's like human right thing. But, and so, but like, and so I'll, ne- I'll never forget when I went to a jazz event, a certain jazz superstar who's I'll, I'll say it boxer. Now Darren Williams, me and my buddy were like 14, oh. 15 years old, right? Big time. us, right. Get out of here, yeah. kid. Like, Hey, you got your five seconds to say hi to me, like move on. Yeah, yeah. Then Carlos Boozer, who most of jazz fans don't really like and they don't really care for because he'd sit out games for a you know a hangnail and wasn't exactly the toughest guy in the world. Dude, he sat there and chopped it off with me for like 15, 20 minutes. A 15-year-old kid. I just told him, Hey, I'm a Duke fan. Like, it's great to meet you. Oh, yeah, when did you become a Duke fan? Like, dude, he was cool for sat there and chatted up with me. Oh, you know who else was there training as we were leaving in the cage? Chad Mendez was hitting pads with his coach. Ooh. Yeah. Get ready for that bare knuckle boxing. 
I know everybody's seen the videos of him, and it's it's even more impressive in person to see how quick he is. I can't, dude. I really can't think of somebody that I would rather not bare knuckle box than somebody like Chad Mendez. I mean, I don't want to bare knuckle box anyways, but I know. But there's some guys where I'm like, I think I could do okay with him. His hands yeah. are so fast, though. I feel like he could hit you three or four times before you hit him once. It's kind of kind of be kind of like Cody Garbrandt. He's do you think Chad Mason. Mendez? Mason, call him out. <laughs> yeah, call him out, Mason. I'd like to know. Who I, dude, and matter of fact, everybody that we saw there that we walked oh, you by. Know what? I think I know who it is. They all mentioned it. They all said hi to me first. Every one of them. Super when nice. was that way when we went to Extreme Couture too? Everybody oh, was super cool. nice. Yeah, everybody was nice. Everybody was cool. There was, it was one pro yeah. there that was a little unsure, but he also didn't know who we were. So he's like, who's that guy? Yeah, but he doesn't really he, he doesn't really count though, does he? He's not big time, is he? Depends who you he's, ask. Big... <laughs> he's not UFC. He's not on the UFC. Nope, he's not. He's not in Bellator. He's not in one. Nope. I was watching uh uh Yan uh Zainane. I, I'm probably gonna butcher her name. She's fighting Marina Rodriguez in March. I think it's March 5th. Top five, top five, right? Like she's legit. And she was doing rounds with some some other uh, lady there, and I don't know who she was, but when we see her, I'm gonna, and I see her name, just know that we're all in on this 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 lady because she was legit. She was good. She was good. Yeah, she, she was, was good. good. I'm like, who is this? Like, I've never seen her before. Fast wow. hands, good on the ground. Like, I was like, oh damn, like, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So everything's kind of like settled out since the last steel fist fights. Yeah. Um, Mr. Cole Faust is now the number one amateur lightweight in the in the country. He's in the country or in the state? Or, or no, in the West. U.S. In the West. West. So, so the region. U.S. West, he's number one. Uh, I, I put him up against anybody in the country. I mean, no bias here, right? No, I, I mean, I, I would too. He's, he's shown us. I mean, what hasn't the kid shown us in his six fights? Well, can he grapple? Yep. In fact, he can yeah. do it with people bigger than him. Can he strike? Yep. He can Kai put Stewart. you to sleep. Kai, you didn't want that 150, smoke. 155. You already didn't want the smoke, Kai. You said you I didn't tried want to, it. We tried to get that set up for you, dog. He didn't want it. Kai's gonna 155, Kai. Hey, hey Kai's a little, isn't Kai a little lighter? Isn't he 145, 135? 145. But no, he, he was 155 fierce every champ. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what Kai always gets upset about. He 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 trolls me on constantly. We love Kai. I so Kai. What I want is remember. I'm I'm sorry. I I'm sorry if I don't. I I I need time to get bigger. I, He's I'm right. Sorry, he, he, I will I will say he, we'll give him that. They were both short notice. Oh yeah, that's right, dude. I'm just teasing. It's just like he likes to tease us. I'm just teasing. I like Kai. I'm a fan of Kai. Um. But I will say this with Kai, I'm not really worried about you as an MMA fighter right now. I want to sponsor you and fall and, and watch you knock out Brandon Lambert in a bare knuckle boxing match. It, it sounds like that Brandon isn't very well liked in the in bare knuckle circle from what I can see online. He's not liked anywhere, Jason. I, I, I don't That turd is not liked anywhere. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the kid. Yeah. 
Yeah. What did you think of <laughs> speaking of Lesko, Brandon? What did you think of Antonio Brown yesterday throwing a fit? So, man, this is this is interesting. This is fascinating to me. Have you I'm, seen the people that are claiming that it happened because I, they were icing him from getting his contract bonus? I'm the same with you. I'm like, do I you think the it. Bucks care about 900k? They just want suitable. Not only that. You don't think if you went up to Tom Brady and was like, dude, I need two more catches, bro. Like, you don't think Tom Brady would keep him in the game? And it wasn't like it was a blowout. They were still playing. They were still trying to win the game. Uh, they were Tom Brady. They were losing. Tom Brady had to throw a dime with 38 seconds left to win. Yeah. So that whole bench in your, their starters was – that was I don't, I'm not buying that, man. I'm not, not buying that. That's the, this is the whole media hype train bullshit. Just, yeah. yeah I'm not, not buying it, man. I'm not like – Dude, that, but that's what the NFL does. They incentivize See, the Mason. Cops. Mason thinks he was iced. He wasn't he was iced. That's iced. The, no, you tell me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the 2020, 2021 Super Bowl champs are worried about $900,000 after all the money they just made off winning a Super Bowl? Get out of here. Dude, Mike Evans, Tom Brady's notorious, notorious for like Edelman's contract, right? When Edelman oh, yeah. bonuses for hitting certain reception marks. And Tom, at the end of the season, would just feed him the ball to make sure he got those. Dude. Oh, yeah. Dude, the Bucks don't care about 900K. Bruce Arians definitely isn't. Dude, his job is to win ball games. He doesn't yeah. care if the organization has to pay out another 900K to Antonio Brown. He's trying to win. And if you think Tom Brady, the best leader in NFL history, the best quarterback in NFL history, isn't doesn't have the clout in that organization to go, no, 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 We're going to run our offense. I'm going to get him the ball. We're going to yeah. get him the bonuses. Dude, there's not a chance that they no. were icing him. No, I, 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 I am not buying that at all. Not a chance, it was, Mason. It was what pretty is funny. Mason, though? Hey, hey, his pathetic Colts couldn't score more than 20 points on the lowly Raiders. Freaking Colts, man. Cost me a little bit of money. Roman, go Bucks, go Brady, baby. Michigan, um, dude. I Roman. I will say this. Thanks, thanks for tuning in, Roman. I will say this. You know we're Lions fans, so our teams are never in the playoff mix. Um, the Broncos, I like them. They're they're not in the mix. Yeah. You know what I want to? I I want to I want to see a Patriots Bucks Super Bowl. Oh, that would be awesome. I don't think we're going to get it. Could you imagine Belichick and Brady in the Super Bowl against each other? That would be pretty dope. Both your sorry. Oh, he's uh, hurt. Doug, he's I, hurt. I that hurt. That hurt. That hurt. I got that to hurt. his feel goods with that one. I want to hurt a little bit. But, uh, hey, the, the memes coming out with Antonio Brown are freaking great. You know, it really, it's the best time to be alive as far as memes. I mean, oh. anything that happens, just – Instantly, a thousand genius memes come up. <laughs> I think I posted like three of them on my Instagram yeah, yesterday. Why not? It's hilarious. Um, so yeah, no, I, I'm not buying it. Um, I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? You can say whatever you want, Mason. My team suck. Um, I don't. Um, who's his team? The Colts. His, I don't Colts know. No, the Colts, they're, they're going to be out in the first round. They're not making the playoffs, are they? They're making the playoffs, but they're going to be out in the first round. Are we sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I they're think, making the playoffs. Yeah, but they're going to be out in the first round. Mm. You can't score more than 20 points. Against the Raiders? Yeah. Against the Raiders. Bruh. 
They lost to the Raiders they, at they, home. How do you lose they, to the Raiders at home? No, the Raiders were at home. It was in Las Vegas. No, it was in Indy. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Look at it again. All right, you're right. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, and that's Indy even lose. worse. That's okay, they'll be there. Well, and that's bad. Whatever. Um. Whatever. So I, I had an interesting back and forth with our friend Trap Gambino on Facebook. I saw that. I saw that. I've been my reception's a little sketchy here, but I did catch a little bit of that. Touch on that a little bit. So he's trying to encourage amateur fighters to not fight unless the promotion through sponsorships through sponsorships would pay. I mean, amateur fighters. And he said, nobody should fight for free, but isn't the point of an amateur to gain experience. And during that time, do do you get credit for, did I get money for the amateur basketball league that I just played in a couple months ago? Well, he's talking because fighting is so brutal or whatever. I mean, we, we yeah, definitely you, have a different opinion. So here, but here's the thing, and I just recap, but here's the thing. I did invite him to come on the podcast and and uh, and have a conversation. I think it'd be great. It was great uh, last time he was on here. Um, and I just think there's a difference of opinion, but he does need to acknowledge some things. And, and one of those things are for – for an amateur fighter to that's right, Roman. Exactly, Roman. Spot um, on. Amateur fighters to demand sponsorship or whatever, they have to bring value themselves. Yeah, you should have to work for it, right? Just like with anything in life. You so, want something you gotta work for. For example, it. we have we have some there's 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 regional promotions. You know, and, and Steel Fist is a is a regional promotion that mainly highlights the top amateurs in the region, as well as giving a platform to up and start yep. amateurs, right? Yep. And then they yep. also have pros on their cards. It's a really well ran promotion, but they're where what what they do is, and they highlight some of the top amateurs like Cole Faust, right? And Kevin said it on the podcast on when he came on the podcast. He's like, we're giving that first time person an opportunity. And it's not just him getting the opportunity. It's him getting an opportunity. But then after he's, he goes and he, he gets that experience. Now he's going to go join a gym. So not only is he, he going to fight in front of people, now he's going to join a gym. So our MMA community is just, just growing. Yeah. Right. Very important to the MMA community. Very important. So if he has to go through, now I, I haven't seen their books. I don't, you know, whatever. I'm not going to pretend to know what, you know, what they're, to know their business. But, you know, if they go through, they I think the last card had what? 13 fights? 12 fights? 13. Yeah, 12 fights, I think it was. 12. They, okay, so yeah. let's say the 24, 26 contestants on the show. If they had to go through and pay those fighters, 500 bucks to be there, a thousand bucks to be there or whatever. Trap said a thousand. Yeah. If you had to pay them all a thousand dollars to be there. I don't know. I don't know a show in the country, a regional show in the country that would be profitable doing that in that type of a venue. You would, you would have to have a bigger venue to try and sell more seats, but then you're trying to sell more seats to fighters that aren't names yet. That aren't big draws like a Cole Faust or, 
or, yeah. you know, you know, I've sold a decent amount of tickets. Cole Schaefer sold a decent amount of tickets. Uh, ben Moa back in the steel fence cage is going to sell a decent amount of tickets, right? Yeah. You need a card full of guys that can sell tickets, but in the venue and in, in that setting, you know, that they do. So I, I'm looking at is, is trap making this argument now. Would everybody like to make money to fight? Absolutely. But at the same time, it, 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 it kind of like what, what, what I'm trying to point out is the promoter's running a business too. He's running, he's not running he's a, a business. Charity, he's running a business. Exactly. And he's got to make it worth his time. Yeah. hundred percent. And for the There's people still- that don't know that what goes into promoting, it's like any job. If you don't do the job, you don't know all the crap that entails, right? Yes. Yep. It takes a ton of time. It takes a ton of time. So at what point are the fighters now, now, now do the fighters have a responsibility to say, Okay, you have to sell X amount of tickets. You have to do X amount of promoting yourself. You have to do that. You know, you have to start, or else it doesn't work. Like it's just it gets so messy that yeah. I just I, and I just feel philosophically don't believe the traps right on this. If you would like to go get sponsorships, go get your own. It's not the, my point is saying it's not the promotion's responsibility to make sure that you make money to fight as an amateur. It's your own responsibility. And, and if and- you don't care to, don't do it. And Stillfist does a great job because they give them an opportunity to make money off of ticket sales. Correct. Correct. I mean, you you're you're un, you're almost unlimited. I mean, I, we, I won't put you on blast, but you've done pretty well in your fights. Yep. It's it, it's it's out there, and the opportunity is out there. It's just correct. Some guys are going to want to do it, and some guys are not going to want to do it. Some guys just want to get in there and fight because that's what they want to do. Yep. Some guys want to make it a career. And they're okay with that. And that's what's okay about that. MMA. They're, I mean, take a look at somebody like you. You've even said it before. I have I have no inclination of going pro. I'm not, I don't want to go pro. You don't want to go pro. You're not trying to go to the UFC. This is a hobby. You just want to challenge yourself. You've been training for how many years now? Four years? Four and a you half. Just want to cha- you just want to challenge yourself. That's it. You're you're a competitor and you want to challenge yourself. And that's fine. And 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 Steelfist is affording people like you the opportunity to, to do that and to make money. And it's not cheap. I, I can only imagine the operating cost that goes into putting on a show like that. Yeah. You know, you have the oh, facility, anyways. you have the lighting, you have the sound anyways, lots of that. Yeah. Hopefully we can get trapped to come on again. I think we will. He's a, he's a character for sure. And his, I think his intentions are good. I just don't think he sees it from every angle. Yeah, he has good. He does have good intentions. He's he's. Yeah, he's he's got good intentions. Um, so, what? Go ahead. go ahead. I was gonna say, what, what do you think about the whole Jake Paul, Dana White thing? That's what I was gonna lead into. So, I, I love the back and forth, but I gotta say, Jake Paul's wrong on where he's like. If I'm on steroids, blah, 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 I'm, I'm a fat piece of shit right now is what he said, basically, right after the fight. Well, just because you're taking steroids doesn't mean you're just going to be this big ripped guy, right? It, that just doesn't magically just make you this big ripped guy. So that doesn't prove anything. His his Him saying that does not prove anything. Now, I'm not saying he is or he isn't. I, I could care less. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Nobody from Jake Paul on Jake Paul's dime is going to Dana White's house and testing him for cocaine. And nobody on 
Dana White's payroll is showing up to Jake Paul's house and testing him for steroids. Let's just get that out of out of the way, right? We both agree yeah. that neither of those things are ever happening. No. Okay. Do you think does uh yeah. yeah you still have to put in the work. You still gotta put in the work. Yeah, facts. I was trying to explain that to somebody. Steroids don't just build muscle. They make it so that if you're working hard, you build faster. You And your recovery is faster as well. Yeah, so you can build faster, right? So you can build faster. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, it, it, it's, yeah. So we, uh, we're, we're just, we're, they're, they're, they're shooting shots back and forth. I did have this thought cross my mind the other day. Yeah. Is it possible that Jake Paul and Dana White are in cahoots? Very well could be. Very well could be. I mean, I mean, you you can love or hate the guy, but he's getting people paid. I mean, I, I don't like the circus act stuff, but I, I don't hate it. I mean, you I'm brought not... up a, you brought up a very good point last night too. I don't know. Oh, if you I, I I yeah. So, isn't it odd? So anybody, everybody that's watching. Think about the, the people he knocked out. So he knocks out Nate Robinson, right? Fine. Face flat on the mat, right? Yep. Knocks out Ben Askren. Face Same down. thing. Face down on the mat. Then he knocks out Tyrone Woodley. Face down, flat on the mat. They're all the same. They all look exactly the same. I cannot think of another boxer in history that's ever done that. It's a circus, dog. It's so, a circus. Uh, you, you even brought up, he's like, how many people did Mike Tyson knock out and it looked like the same over and over? No, nobody. None. No, nobody. they're going to fall. They're going to fall different. They're going to, you know, it's not just going to be these picture perfect KOs. Is it, is it, is it because he's, he's doing it to non-boxers though? No, no. I, especially, I mean, okay. Maybe you could say Nate Robinson. Okay. I, I get it. Ben Askren, it's like that's that's that was the red flag for me was the Ben Askren, and then the Tyrone Woodley for sure. So, I, so here's you're not going to convince me any any other way in that. Sorry, you're just not. So, but here's a here's a very real question though. Then, so you're saying you're calling shenanigans, which I've I'm said calling shenanigans. I've shenanigans. said all along something doesn't pass the sniff test. Yes. I won't even go as far as to say it's fixed, but I will say something does not pass the sniff test on yeah. the way these fights are playing out. And you brought up the good point. Let us see the contracts. What's in the contract? And this is a very serious, you know, what's everybody in this to do? Make money, right? Everybody wants to make money, including Vegas. They're into every single sporting event. Ever. Oh, yeah. The fact that they are putting out lines and people are winning and losing money based on the results of these fights that may or may not be shenanigans have shenanigans yeah. involved yeah it's it's it's, it's kind of somebody, like, the flu. like somebody could get sued for a lot of money now with thriller with thriller i would say that i would expect showtime though to be above that they seem to have a little bit better production no but, but i just I, I just mean showtime in general like dude showtime's a legit boxing like yeah didn't Showtime do the uh, Mayweather and McGregor? Yeah, but I don't think that was fixed. I don't think it was f necessarily fixed, but 
excuse me. I sir. definitely knew the outcome. Well, yeah, because the, the 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 what was wrong with that is that athletic commission sanctioned a fight between a 49 and 0 boxer versus somebody taking their first professional boxing match. Yeah, I that's kind of weird. Yeah, that that didn't even seem but there was there there, there was no fixing needed to be made. Connor, no, exactly, Connor, exactly, exactly. Connor, yeah, Connor right. wasn't gonna Floyd wasn't in real danger. No. We he were we were waiting yeah. for a one in a hundred shot to land to maybe wobble or knock out Floyd. Yeah. Right. So so yeah, here's they, so here's my question. Okay. So I saw I saw the list of demands that Jake said. Is yeah. he hiding? Is he trying to be like trying to be the white knight in shining armor for these MMA fighters? Or is he just putting out those things to just try and make Dana look bad? Do you he, think his intent is really to help the MMA community? No, his intent is to make money. That's right. So it all the MMA up. fighters that are that are slurping him up and being like, yeah, go Jake, thank you. He doesn't give Dude, a f- He doesn't, doesn't care about fine. anything about you guys. How about his that I think she's Puerto Rican, Soriano, saying that if Dana met his demands, she would take a one-fight deal in the UFC and fight Valentina Shevchenko. And I'm like, look, there's levels to this. That girl would get murdered in the cage. She's tough. Don't get me wrong. Is she like she's like two and zero or four and zero in MMA too? Uh, I, I think so. Yeah, I think she's no, had. She, oh no, she, I, I know she's had MMA. Yeah, she's fight. like. Yeah, she has had MMA fights. She's an undefeated but, MMA fighter too, and she's good. Valentina will ragdoll her. Valentina will kick her in the head and knock her out harder than she knocked out what's her name? Homegirl. Who home? Yeah, what's girl homegirl's name where she flatlined with the head kick? Yeah, uh, that girl. Oh, Jessica. I. Yeah, Jessica. I. Oh. But yeah. no, but but no, I I look at that and it's like it's it's okay. And but here's the thing: is I see all these people, I see it on TikTok more than anything right tiktok all these all these people are like yeah dana you cheap sob pay your fighters man it's like he's he's literally said the sport's 25 years old he's building an entire sport still yeah i'm telling you wait wait 25 years i'll bet you those ufc fighters are making boxing money oh i i i would put money on it box it's coming been around how long now just look at the look at the guys that have capitalized. Look at the guys that are capitalized on it right now. Sean O'Malley. I mean, he's just barely cracking in the top fifteen, and he's a huge name already. I'm, the guys I'm that are make- stars are being built more frequently now as well. So the like the the money and now it's coming. Now what we're three years into the ESPN deal and stuff. The UFC's got to secure all this money to do everything they want to do, right? And so the, once they secure it, anybody here's the here's the the number one thing that I that just drives me crazy. Um, if you've never ran a business, you definitely should not be bashing on Dana White. No. What what if was you the ran one? a business? Then I think you'd have some perspective to go. We probably don't know how expensive it really is to do this promotion. What and what was the one sport that kept going through all the pandemic? Dana White. Because they were financially stable to do it. Yeah. Right. They, and they made it happen. All the employees, everybody got paid Nobody got all, laid all that stuff. Nobody got laid off. He freaking went to Fight Island so international fighters could steal because they couldn't come to the United States. So he did Fight Island so that they could he could get them fights yep. there. Yep. 
there's 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 there's, there's you can and i like dana he's like hey if you don't like the way we're doing it start your own promotion hey jake start your exactly. own promotion you go pay all these fighters all this money i like the little shot what did he call his his uh the money the guy that's the gremlin yeah your little gremlin or goblin didn't he call my goblin yeah, the little goblin. Gave him guy. a little shout out too. He said he used, used to work for me. And he's used to work for me. And he's a scumbag. Yeah. And for Dana to call somebody a scumbag, they got to be really bad. Just saying, man. Just he, saying. Yeah, I don't know. I it, it is interesting because, like, it, you know, what was even interesting was like Dana with like with Khabib. He's like, "Good luck, man." And then Khabib comes with the fire with Kevin Lee versus Diego Sanchez, and it's like, ah. Uh, I don't want to see that. I don't like that at all. You don't think that Dana kind of helped Khabib out a little bit? Of course he did. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. did. I guarantee Khabib's going to be on Fight Pass. Oh, yeah. He'll be on Fight Pass. I do want to see... Didn't they say they wanted to do uh, Fedor and Brock Lesnar? I thought I saw something that they Fedor, that could be. Fedor just announced he wanted his retirement fight to be a rematch against Bader. That's right. But I I read something, and maybe it was on Twitter, and I should just take this as a grain of salt, anything you read on Twitter. But I thought I read that that, that was something they were, they were fishing for. If Fedor and... Because Brock's back in the WCW or the he just w- became WWE, WWE champ Saturday night. Oh, he's just, he was the champ. He beat uh, what's his name? Roman Reigns wasn't Roman. No, the Roman champ? Reigns got COVID, so they had a five man fatal match. You watched it? No, I get Bleacher Report updates. Oh. I haven't watched WWE in probably five six years. I used to be such a WWF degenerate. Oh, I was all in, dude. I was all loved in. it, loved it. No, so, anyways, here here's the thing. And they talk about you need to pay your fighters 50k minimum. It's just like so it's just like minimum wage, right? When people say you need to raise minimum wage to $15 an hour. If you're worth $15 an hour, you you should make $15 an hour. Here's the reality. Some people in some jobs aren't worth $15 an hour. I could Yeah. You right? Okay. I'll yeah. tell you what. Everybody at fast food restaurants should make over $15 an hour when my orders never wrong. Until then, sorry. I don't know if it's everything that's going on with in the world right now, but every place that I've been to recently, service has been crap. Doo-doo. And it wasn't like that two years ago. Well, it's because they'd be like, well, I should be making more. If you want me to care about my job, pay me more. But anyways, we're not getting into this. We're not getting into this. Um, But but to the point, uh, guess what? For the UFC to 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 roster almost seven hundred fighters, yeah. Do you think all seven hundred of those fighters are worth fifty grand to fight to the UFC? No, not a chance. No, I do not. Not a chance. But that's seven hundred people that have an opportunity that did not have it before. And Ammon Ammon Bennett, our good friend Ammon Bennett, talks has talked about it before. And he's he's made this this comment on uh, our Facebook group many times, and grateful for it. Even Dana says the UFC is not a career; yep. it's an opportunity yep. to create a platform for yourself. And I mean, and I mean, look, he has the heavyweight champion of the world right now. 
that if he loses on January 22nd, like you and I both think he's going to, yeah, there's a good chance we never see him in an octagon again. I've heard his management team is like horrible to work with is what I keep reading about. That, it, that it's not really him. It's his management team. I don't know. You got to be careful who you surround yourself with, but all I know is know, he, he should be a lot big. He should be a lot bigger star than he is. But he, but he said he's not going to sign any deals that don't allow him to go box. If if Dana won't put it in his contract that he has the ability to leave MMA to go box, he won't sign the deals. Why does he want to go box? Because he thinks he can beat Tyson Fury. He ain't Tyson, Tyson would Fury, piece dog. him up, dog. Tyson Fury's piecing anybody in boxing is piecing him up. Did he flip the game? I don't know. Jeff, you should be working about securing your Instagram so you don't get hacked, dog. I know. You almost had me going there. I almost thought I was going to get paid. He's not the only one. Him and Julian Ruiz. I don't know what you guys are doing down there at the pit, man. But Yeah, Julian Ruiz. I went back and forth for a little bit. You guys keep getting your Instagram and getting hacked. But don't you think Francis Ngannou should be more popular than he than he is? He's the heavyweight champion of the world. And and he's an underdog in this fight. How many times have you seen that happen? The baddest man on the How about him and Stipe? Him and Stipe. It probably happens more than it should. Well, he should be the underdog. I'm not saying he should be favored. But you know what's weird? You know what's weird? Francis fights Stipe. Francis wins. Seven or eight out of ten times, right? Yeah. Francis fights DC. I think DC beats him seven or eight out of ten times. Yeah. And but if DC fights Stipe, Stipe beats him seven or eight out of ten times. It's weird. Yeah. That, Gosh dang it, El Jefe. I'm excited for that fight. I'm excited for that whole card which we got another card next weekend that we ought to worry about first. Um, I'm not positive Cater's going to win, but I like Cater. But you're like dead set positive on Gigi. I'm on Gigi. I, I just, I am. I'm on him. It, this is like, it's like, you know, the TikTok. What hill are you willing to die on 100% of the time? And your yeah. hill is that Gigi is the next featherweight champion. So it started with, it started with Du Bronx a, a couple fights ago. I remember I, I jumped on that. I jumped on his train early. I'm, I'm on the Giga train early. And and you know I, I don't I don't think he's going to just walk through him. I think it's going to be yes, a great you fight. That's what you said. I don't think he walks through him. That's I what think you it's said. I think it's a competitive fight. You said he pieces him up and puts him out inside two rounds. Did I say that? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember know. that, but sounds good. <laughs> sounds like a good sound right to me. Um, I will say this: I thought Edson Barbosa was going to win, and he 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 kind of pieced up Edson. He did piece up Edson. Yeah, next weekend's card's pretty good. We'll talk about that next week. We don't need to go. We have uh, what do we have coming up this week? Nothing, right? Nothing. This guy sucks. Hey, we do we got have, some. We have fierce fighting championships coming up. Fierce fighting championship, and we have what three podcasts scheduled for Friday? Yeah, Kobe for who else? We got main event. Half of our main Kane. event on Friday. Kane's coming on Friday, and Rudy, right? Yeah. So we got three three fighter spotlight podcasts coming on Friday. Unfortunately, I don't think Rudy's going to be on there though. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Unfortunately, 
We're not giving up. Give us a couple days on that. But um, you will see, you will be seeing some things too about this fierce card coming up with Jason and I. Um, There is a post that's going around that's calling Be Fierce, Be Kind. Um, Something that uh, Jason and I have been working with Cody Bunderson on and that we're really excited to get sharing out about. Just a little preview on that. It's going to be an anti-bullying campaign and and also part of helping um, kids that are being bullied and kids that can't afford to get MMA to to a nonprofit program to start developing scholarships to be paying for those kids to be able to go to gyms like the pit in Salt Lake City to train under Ramsey, um, to go to Sierra MMA to train under Pedro and Joel and and those guys and hopefully uh, learn how to kick Jason's butt. Uh, me up. Cherie. Um, yep, I will put a bounty on his head with those little kids for Jason. Uh, no, but that's something we're really excited about. So if it's you see awesome. that, if you see that uh, be fierce, be kind um, image going around, um, just know, have some awareness, know that that's, that that's what that, we, we're trying to get the ball rolling with that a little bit more. That's so awesome, man. I think that's it's so gonna awesome. Be fun. I think it's going to, I, I think it's going to be fun. What a great opportunity for, to be able to give that to somebody afford them the opportunity to be able to get into the gym and, and train and learn. And it's, it's, it's great. Love it. Yeah. Be fierce, be kind. We, and you know, we, Jason and I have, we've, we've always said from day one, we started this podcast for the fighters and and that doesn't change so you know no matter what when jason and i were doing this podcast um promoting um regional shows here in utah fierce steel fist whatever to our core and what we're trying to do and what we set out to accomplish what almost two years ago now with this podcast almost two years ago yeah we're coming up on uh, two years you know, it's just been it's just been for the fighters and and bettering uh utah mma uh in general. So I would like to offer this invitation out to anybody. If you are listening or watching, if there is something that you would like to see, whether it's a fighter, get an opportunity you think hasn't or whatever, let us know or a way to make things better for fighters in Utah. Let us know. And that's where we're going to be putting our efforts. I mean, We've we've built this platform. We've given people opportunities to come on here, and that's not going to change. We've we've never said no to a fighter coming on this podcast. Never, never. You you an O and O fighter. You could be on a five fight losing streak. Doesn't matter. We've had doesn't matter who you, fighters. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who you fight for. What organization you fight for. We've had UFC it, fighters. We've had we've had and everything in between. Bare knuckle yeah, boxers. Bare knuckle boxers. I like bare had, knuckle. Yeah, I know. We but we've had them on there. We've had regular boxers on here. Yeah, John so, John Bryant. Shout out bump time. Yeah, bump time. Uh, you know, so we just yeah, that's and and that's still our main focus is for 100%. the fighters. So yeah, if we can do anything for anybody to help you guys make 2022 awesome, let us know. Um, we're super excited to get on here and, and record and, and chat a little bit. I, I think we hit everything, um, yeah. that we needed to, uh, if, uh, if you want to come on the podcast, if you're fighting anytime soon, you have a contract and you want to come on the podcast and talk, just reach out to Jason and I, and we would love to have you on and, and help you promote your fight. 100%, 100%. January 29th, come check us out. First fighting championship. We out. Be be fierce. Be kind. Bye bye.